Thank you all for joining us today. We are so glad that you would take time out of your schedule to join us. My name is Lynn William, and if you want to know more about us, you can find information on robinandlinu.com. That being said, I want to ask you a question. What will the world see when the church is exposed during these hard times? Which garment will the church choose to cover herself with during these hard times? David in Psalms 109 talks about how a wicked person hates to bless others but rather wears cursing as his garment. The wicked clothes himself with cursing. Don't you think this is an interesting statement? Can you imagine being clothed with cursing? What is a curse? A curse is an utterance intended to bring harm. It is an offensive word often uttered in anger or annoyance. See, we all find ourselves in the situation of lockdown and stay-at-home orders with seemingly no end in sight. Many of us have to deal with the completion of school or college work online, being separated from our friends and loved ones. Professionals are trying to deal with work from home. Parents are trying their best to keep their kids engaged while at the same time trying not to lose their sanity. Maybe even some married couples are having to deal with situations with their spouses instead of having the liberty of escaping to the outdoors or sweeping issues under the rug for another time. Do you guys relate to any one of these above mentioned scenarios? Do you find yourselves being pushed to your end limit in a place where you are uttering words of curses or annoyance? Do you find yourselves in a po- in a position where cursing has become your role? You see in Colossians 3:12 the church has been given instructions to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Why do you think this instruction has been given to the church? It is because Jesus knew that in this world we will have troubles. And right now we find ourselves in living in challenging and trying times. It is during times like this that we find out what we have clothed ourselves with. Do we as a church find ourselves in a position where we are frustrated and tired of the circumstances we are living enough to bring us to a point of uttering words of unbelief, hopelessness, and death? Are we like Job's wife, who in the midst of unthinkable loss and bitterness, advised her husband to curse God and die? I want to convey a truth to you that what comes out of your mouth ends up being the garment you clothe yourselves with. You see the words of our mouth are like the rudder for our lives. It carries great power that can steer the course of our lives. Let me explain this further. You see as children of God the free gift of salvation was attained by just belief in our hearts and confession of our mouths. The statement of belief that came out of our mouths in what Jesus did immediately transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Our mouth is that powerful. The Bible reminds us that the Lord has set before us life and death. blessings and cursings and it is up to us to adorn ourselves with life 
You see, we reap the reward of what we say. Proverbs 12 and in verse 14 clearly says the following, From the fruit of his lips, a man is filled with good things, as surely as the work of his hands rewards him. What does that mean? Just as we expect monetary benefits from the work of our hands or some kind of reward for what we do, we should expect to be filled with either good or bad based on what we confess. Remember what comes out of your mouth matters as it contains life and death. So if what comes out of your mouth is of utmost importance, then we have to ask ourselves this question. Is our tongue fully surrendered to God? So when we open our mouths, is the end result life or is it death? Remember, we only have two choices set before us. We are either professing life or we are spewing out death. Let our mouths be equipped with the word of God. A church whose tongue isn't on the altar of God is subconsciously opening a door for the plans of the enemy to prosper. I want to take it a step further. A church whose tongue is not on the altar of God is a church that has turned down her God-given post of dominion on this earth. We are not called to break the silence of the church with a tongue that is not surrendered. Let that sink in. God has adorned the New Testament church with the rich garments of salvation and righteousness. And because we are adorned with such rich garments, our natural response should be praise. Our praise will transform our situation and our atmosphere because of the one who comes to inhabit our praise. Our praise opens up our atmosphere to a supernatural habitation. The church is commanded to continually offer unto God a sacrificial praise and it's mentioned in Hebrews 13 verses 15. Why is it called a sacrifice of praise? It is because our praise is not based on how well things go or on how good our circumstance is. Neither is it our quote-unquote reward we give to God for His obvious blessings. Rather, as you put on the garment of praise, you establish a stronghold against the enemy and you silence him. That's found in Psalms 8 verses 2. Listen carefully. The words of our mouth are the rudder of our lives. It carries great power and can steer the course of human life. I want to encourage you to not let the circumstances you are found in be made worse by what comes out of your mouth. I want to encourage you to clothe yourselves with a garment of praise and let your mouth be filled with the truth of His word. We are called to be priests and kings unto God and let that which our mouth speaks be life. I hope this has blessed you. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave your comments, feedbacks or questions and even prayer requests. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel to get notifications of our upcoming episodes. Remember, this is your day to break the silence.